Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Welcome everybody, it is Friday, and let's see, this is going to be number 46. We saw this incredible level of how to deal with people who are difficult, they're negative, they've tried to hurt you, and how you don't do anything back. If anything, you just try to go and pay back good in the place of evil. And though Hashem runs the world, Hashem takes care, we have bitachon in Hashem. Because either way, nothing bad could ever come to you if Hashem didn't will it. And now He tells us the fourth category of what it is that a person is meant to have in bitachon, and that is fulfilling mitzvahs. Now, page 179, explaining now the fourth category of where a person is meant to have bitachon in his life. That talks about what we have to do within our heart and our body um, that directly have to do specifically with us, whether it's good or bad things to our own personal body. This includes all of the spiritual gains a person has, either it's fasting or davening, uh, doing mitzvahs, so-called lulav tzitzahs, and then staying away or holding back from averot to not eat non-kosher, to not speak Lashon Hara. The chol chovot right? I'll name drop over here. And this is called, all these things are within the chovat halevavot, the obligation that is set forth to us Fourth us in the heart, 142. This refers to mitzvot that one fulfills through thought alone, without any physical action that might be visible to others. Some examples are believing that Hashem created the world, fearing Him, not holding grudges against others. Chovat levavot. These are the things that are within the mind that a person is meant to do. Again, sorry. chovat halivavot. That don't affect others. So their direct benefits and harm are only to the person with himself. It, it, there's nothing. If there's harm done, it's harm to you. Meaning, if there's a lack of the mitzvah, if there's thinking about something negative. So then that is something that is very specified towards yourself. So what is the way a person is supposed to go with this? You're supposed to go and put trust on Hashem in all of these things, and all the chovat l'bavot, and how I'm about to explain. And now I'm asking Hashem to come and to help me to, to guide you now in the correct fashion. And what is the correct fashion regarding the chovat l'bavot? Again, He's telling us now these are the personal things that will either help or hinder a person in his own life and not affect others. It's not possible for a person to either do or to, to either do a mitzvah or to do an avera unless you have three components put all together. Basically, there are three steps to any mitzvah of avera. And now he's going to tell us what they are. Choosing within your heart and within like the deepest part of you to say, I'm doing this mitzvah or I'm going to commit this other. 
And now we need to have intent that I'm actually going to do it. Meaning you can choose to do it. You know, you can choose. I want to go and give tzedakah. Oh, great. But then you have to think about, all right, who am I giving tzedakah to? When am I going to go to do it? Um, which bank account am I going to take it from? You know, there's the actual thoughts of mine to go and plan it out. Actually writing the check, sending it out, finding the person, etc. Doing the action for it. So there's the choice, then there's the thought process, and then there's the action. Three different steps. Now, which ones do you have to put the area of betachen to? Now, regarding these that are not beyond your control. The ones that you can't just like look away from. That's step one and two. Choosing to do it, and then thinking through and having the result that I'm actually going to do it. So trusting Hashem in these areas, that's a big mistake. It's a foolish mistake. This is such an incredibly important detail of life. What is within our control? Step one and two. Not only is it you, but if you think Hashem is going to make the choice for you, or you think Hashem is going to think it out for you, you're gravely mistaken. That's the spice of life itself. How else are you building your Olam Haba? How else are you building your eternity? How else are you going to echo for forever with this connection to Hashem? How else are you going to be zeichet to the toiv that the Ramchal talks about in Derech Hashem? That Hashem created this world to give us the greatest good possible, which is you choosing that good. You being responsible for that good. You being the one who has created the relationship to that good. Hashem is not going to make that decision because then it's not yours. You have to be the owner of it, to have created it, to enjoy it. If it's not yours, then it's not yours to enjoy. So Hashem is not going to make those decisions for you. People out of time say, Hashem, please, let me know this or that. No, says the Helegashar Bittachan, you have to make that decision. You have to make that choice. You know what's out, what's out of your decision or what's out of your control is step three. Can you follow through? Are you allowed to go and to do that thing on your own? Or does that need Hashem? That needs Hashem. For the tzedakah to actually happen, for the money from your bank to transfer, for the mitzvah to actually go lema'aseh to your hands, that's Hashem's. That's up to Hashem. So if a person places trust in regard to the initial stage of Hashem to choose him, and he's going to say, look, I'm not going to choose, I'm not going to do anything until Hashem decides to do it for me. That's it, he's gone off the straight path. He stumbled in in in, in a very terrible direction. Hashem told us to choose by ourselves. And you have to follow through. You have to have the resolve. 
You have to have the conviction for it. And just say, I'm just doing it for Hashem. And Hashem has already informed us that this is the proper path for us in order that in this world and the next, we end up getting reward. We end up going towards purpose. We end up going towards value. So this is something that a person has to understand, like we've just said. Now, if the factors do play in, they're present, and he's able to complete the mitzvah, that he decided to do, that he's going to get a great reward in Olam Haba for all three. A, for, like we explained, choosing it. And, you know, for the first one's on choosing it. Planning out in his mind to decide that that's it, how he's going to perform it. And then step three, in actually following through with it. You get all three, although the third was not up to you. Hashem will credit you as if you did it. It's buy to get the third one free, kind of. And if a person should hold back and he's not able to follow through with it, he's going to receive at least the first two, like we've said before. And the same will be by punishment. That means that somebody who goes and he does some kind of an avira, he's punished for step one, choosing to do the avira, step two, making the resolve in his mind and how he's going to go about it, and step three, for actually committing it. And if he tried to do Avera, but he failed, he'll only be punished for the choosing and for the resolving, but not for the actual Avera itself. Give a look. Right now we're out of time, but if you have questions based on the Gemara condition, if it's bothering you, he goes through it over here on the bottom to what extent there's retribution for a sin parallel reward for a mitzvah. Have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit hachzeek.com or call 516-600-8080.